All right, I'm Tyler Matheny here with David Richard and Colin Fay. Um, we just had a great week for track at districts. Lots of school records broken. Um, for you guys, what was the atmosphere of that like with like kind of everybody eating, everybody getting a piece of the pie, breaking records, and was it really hype or were you guys just more like focused? Um, it was kind of a mix of both. Like throughout the whole day, it's super fun. Track meets are always super fun because all of your buddies are always running and like you just sit there and you can watch your buddies. And like one of my favorite things about track meets is being able to watch and cheer on like all my friends while they're running and stuff. But then when it comes to your event, like the atmosphere completely changes for you because you get you have to get into your own like mindset and stuff and you start to like kind of block all like the extra stuff out and kind of get into like your place that you need to be. So it's a little bit of both, but yeah, it's definitely um, having all your teammates there and like having everybody hyping you up makes it like a little bit easier to go through. A little, little more on like that focus that you have to get right before your race. Colin, you run really long distance. So like, what is the mental preparation for that? Like, do you kind of clear your mind? Do you have like the end goal in mind? What is like the move when you're about to run that far? Yeah, so I mean, preparation for my races comes like days before. Um, a, a huge thing I like to do is I like to visualize my races and what I want to do in my race and like the plans I want to execute because I go into every race with a plan because a lot of distance running is like more strategical and there's actual moves you have to make and things you have to execute and things you have to be ready for if they happen. So I sit there like days before and think about my race and how it's gonna play out. And then uh, like at districts, I just wanted to make sure that coming through 400, um, I got out hard from 400 to 600 and got there quick because I knew with the guys in my race that would be enough to put most of them away. So I executed that and once I got to 600 and I looked back and saw that fourth place was way behind me, I knew that I just had to make it home. All right, and pivoting a little bit, David, your races are usually a shorter distance, so it's more about that, that burst of speed that you have more, more towards the beginning. What is, is the mental preparation different for you at all, with especially like the 100? Yeah, it's not too much different from Colin. Uh, honestly, before the races, it's like the energy's high, like the stress levels, a whole bunch of stuff to get in your mind and mentally throw you off. And I try to push that stuff out, only keep positive thoughts in my head. It's not really as much strategic as distance are because obviously it's shorter distances, but I still go on with that same mindset of keeping positive thoughts, being locked into the moment, and uh, getting ready to go, basically. All right, and so um, for you, David, you have the Winsville record for the 100, the 200. You have Liberty's record for the 400 and a chance to break Winsville's on that soon. Um, was either the 100 or the 200 maybe more rewarding than the other, or like what was the feeling with those? It, was more of a shock, I would say, because I came into this season mainly wanting to focus on just the 400. I didn't really have too much. Well, obviously, I wanted to perform in the 100 and 200 also, but my mind was mainly focused on just the 400, so I didn't really care too much about my times. I obviously still cared because right. I was running them. wasn't the main thing, though. When uh, I didn't break sub-11 until conference, so I didn't even think I was going to be able to get the 100 record, and then I just had a good meet, good day. It, Everything just went my way. I ended up get, getting a good PR of 10.83. And then in the 200, I always knew I had sub-22 in me. It was just a matter of time for me to get good weather and a good day. And I was blessed with that on districts, and I just did what I needed to do. Uh, I never really doubted myself. I knew I could do it. And we're still moving on. So I don't want to make that the high of the season. There's right. still more stuff that I need to accomplish. But it was, all, it was great getting those. Speaking of uh, what's more to come, we got sectionals soon and then state after that, hopefully. Um, what are some things maybe that you could pinpoint that you're going to try to, you know, obviously you had a really good day, but there's always improvement as an athlete. What is one thing that you think you may be trying to, like, 
pinpoint that, get a little bit better at that? Well, I feel like the technical stuff, like block starts, and there's not really much more to track. I just think I need to take care of my body. Right. Because, like, that's got to be the main focus of these next few couple of weeks is watching what I eat, what I drink, and sleep, ice baths, all that, leading up to these big meets coming up other than um, more of the technical things. I feel like I'm starting to get those technical things down, like form and block starts. I feel like I'm okay where I'm at with those. So it's really just taking care of my body, getting ready mentally and physically. Yeah, so, and for anyone who hasn't done track before, obviously as you get later in the season in any sport, um, your body starts to break down and you need to take care of yourself a little extra. You play two other sports, football, basketball. What is the differences and the similarities for anyone that maybe plays those sports instead of track on, like, the end-of-the-season grind, like what it does to your body? Is it really similar or is it different? No, I would say it's it's definitely a little different. It's way more important in track to what you put in your body is what you're going to get out of it. It's I feel like because it's strictly on, like, speed and I don't even know how to explain it. Because in basketball and football, obviously, yeah, you need to be able to perform at physically but in track I feel like it's more it's all physical yeah yeah like it's just strictly on the line like I don't yeah. know I think adding, like on, adding on to what he was saying it's like in sports like football basketball baseball you know if you have a bad day like you have your team there to back yeah. you up mm-hmm. and to kind of pick up the slack if you're like say if you're that guy on your team and you have a bad day you got eight eleven however many guys behind you to kind of pick that up but in track once you get to a certain level where everybody's like at the same part if Dude A has a bad day. He turns it to dude like you know when he's seated first in the race. He turns it to the dude that comes into sixth, seventh, eighth. Like, it, like it, that's why it's so important. Like he was saying to like make sure your body's where it needs to be. And I think track's one of the most important sports for that because if it's not your day, then it's not your day, and then there's nothing you can do about it. There's no one to pick up from uh, what you couldn't do. So it's just super important that you make sure every day is you're the best you can be a little more personal okay i'm gonna end this with one last question because this is something that i'm kind of curious about so as you get later into the season the competition is harder you know sectionals competition harder than district state harder than sectionals you know how it goes is there more pressure on you when you look at the guys you line up next to at the beginning of the season when you feel like you're setting the tone for yourself or at the end when the level of competition is higher um i think that in the beginning of the season there's no pressure at all because you come in a year later and you're you're a completely different person. I mean, last year in the mile, I ran five flat at districts and I'm running 436 this year. I ran 209 to 800 last year and I'm running two flat this year. So like, there's just such a huge difference. So when you step on the line for that first race, I mean, you, the thing is you just have to go in with zero expectations of about who's next to you because you could have outworked that guy in the off season. But like what you're saying about near the end of the season when competition gets tougher it's kind of everybody's ran what they're gonna run and you kind of just see like where everyone's at so you know like where you need to perform or like where you need to get a guy in a certain place so it's definitely when you get to the later areas and you know where you are stacked up to other people you know that you have to you know have like a a good day like for some days and make sure that they don't have a good day and pass you so it's right and that that's a big thing, though, like looking at your competition, like oh, who's yeah. going to be I next I feel year. like it's completely different from the beginning to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. At the end of the season, one of the big things about track is to be mentally there because it's easy to look at times and what other dudes are running and psych yourself out before the race even happens mm-hmm. because at the beginning of the season, there's dudes that 
you would never think of that'll pop off and run a great time to be into sectionals or going into state. And it's it's easy to look at all these times or all these fast guys and be like, wow, I'm not even gonna be able to compete. But uh, I feel like, yeah, it's, you gotta mentally be there. Right, and like, just gotta install yourself with confidence. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know something that a lot of runners do is they won't even look at the guys in the race of seed times, and that's yeah. like, I, I wish I had like the self discipline to do that, but I love to see what everyone else around me is running. But I mean, if you go in there as like and look to your left and right and say like these dudes are just running the same distance as me, they have the same amount of hours in the week as me. It's just like it's just like we're all the same like human beings. Like it just depends right. that like. It's just whoever gets to the line first instead of thinking of it as, oh, well, that guy's a, like for me, like that guy's a 154 guy and I'm a two flat guy. Like I'm not going to beat him. But if I go on the line saying like, you know, that's just a guy Mm -hmm. and like I go out and race with him and like maybe I come right behind him or maybe I come right in front of him. So it definitely has its ups and downs of like there's a certain point to where you're preparing and you're not caring. And there's like kind of a gray area where you have to do your research so you know what's like plausible and what's actually realistic but then you don't want to set yourself limits right because those mental limits you set for yourself those those can hold you back exactly and that's that's all track is it's it's mental sprinting it'll really mess you up too because if you don't run relaxed and be like with yourself in your own lane or in your own race if you tense up or even freak out that there's somebody in front of you or somebody coming up on you and you tense up, like you're just gonna kill your times and you're not gonna perform. So mm-hmm. mental health is right up there just as much as being physically ready. You gotta be mentally ready. Then what what role does like a coach play in helping you out with that? Because oh. obviously everyone here is like a high school student. Huge. Some people are even younger than you guys being like juniors or sophomores or whatever. Mm-hmm. Coaches huge. are huge for that? No, I, I yeah. think uh, our track team is pretty blessed with some great coaches. Obviously we got Coach Webster, Glavin, and Tuttero. Tuttero's been there with me through every step of this track season. He's picked me up the ground, up off the ground when I feel like I couldn't compete no more. I wasn't as good as some other guys. He's always there putting in good thoughts in my head, uh, preparing me for every meet coming up. And I couldn't be more thankful for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he plays a huge role in the where I'm at right now, yeah, more than what people would think. The thing that like coaches, like the biggest thing they do, I feel like, is they, they're that reassurance kind of. Like, so, like, if I ever, like, run a bad race or something or, like, something's not my day or whatever, like, I'm feeling out of shape or anything, Webster can pull up, like, you know, the past 20 workouts I've done and be like, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this, you're ready to do this. It's just when you do it, yeah. So he keeps track of everything we do. He could pull up a workout from that I did sophomore year, like, three weeks into cross country probably. So it's just, like, having that reassurance of knowing, like, I've done the work and I've done everything I can, now it's just time to go out and perform. That's I feel like that's kind of what the one of the bigger things that they bring to the table. Absolutely, I remember last year uh, I never wanted to run the four hundred because I never thought I'd be good enough to run the four hundred. I didn't think that I didn't want. I didn't, my heart just wasn't there at all. And Tuttero saw it in me that I could do it, and we were running workouts, and he kept on bringing up these times, saying that I could possibly run sub fifty, which last year I never thought I could do. That's a really good time, and. I forgot what meet it was. I think he put me in at the first meet of conference, and I ended up running sub 50 by a lot, PR and breaking the school record. And it's just like that that having that person in your corner telling you that you could do something, even though you don't feel like you can, I mean, it helps a lot. It's a whole bunch. It's just is it big for energy. them, too, to, like, know where to put people? You know what I mean? Like, is, oh, that, yeah. is that a big thing for That's them, too? That's a big mm-hmm. thing. There's some people, like, I came into the year thinking that I would never touch a – 400 a day in my life. Right. Like, I didn't think that Tuttero saw my, my height, my length, my speed, and he knew that I could 
possibly be a great 400 runner before I even thought of the 400. And he right. put me in it, and it turns out I'm here today, yeah. top three in the state. Yeah, and I came in junior year and everything else running the 4x4 because, <laughs> you know, I came from running cross-country three years in a row, and I came in junior year to run track, and I, I still wasn't fast enough for the 4x4, but this year I got speed. I ran the 300 coming in just thinking, like, I'm about to get burnt because I was in the same heat as, like, David and all the other sprinters, and I think I came fifth in the fr 300 on the team, and right now I'm ranked third in the 400 for time, so it's just – yeah, and no. that kind of goes back to, like, setting limits for yourself and right. stuff. It's just, like, you never know what you're going to come out and do. They saw day. something. You only saw yourself as a long-distance guy. They said you're fast enough to do shorter distance exactly. than you think. Yeah. They, they, they see stuff that, that you don't see in your tunnel vision mm -hmm. that they can see that's, like, just outside of it, and that's another huge thing that they do is they – Webster always says that, like, he can see, like, us being able to do this, this, and this, and this, and then it's, like, it's the people that – if they just let go of their expectations for themselves and go out and just race to what their ability is, then that's when they do the things that Webster says that he sees in people. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because I think, I feel like everyone thinks they know exactly what they are, exactly. but sometimes you need an objective opinion, and at that, a really smart objective opinion, possibly from Webster, the Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know, and then, and then that brings something out that you mm -hmm. didn't know you had. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for sitting down with me, talking about some track, uh, giving us an insight into the sport, and talking about the future and what you guys have done already this season. Good luck. Thanks. Appreciate it.